Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Millennials Podcast. It is 6.21 a.m. on Tuesday, February 26th. Welcome back and thanks again for listening. And if you're new, hey, we're your hosts, Rochelle. And Samuel Shayola. We're the creators of marriagemillennials.com, which is a blog that discusses God's design for family, teaches millennials to honor Christ before marriage, and prepares them for family. Pretty much, we teach millennials to honor Christ before a spouse and with one, while preparing them for family if that is a current desire they have. Alright, and before we get started, as always, we wanted to tell you where to keep the convo going with us at the end of this podcast, as well as some housekeeping for the site. This will be posted on the site, marriageformillennials.com. So if you have any questions, feel free to comment below on that post, or you can also visit the Facebook page, backslash Millennials. Rose Twitter and IG handles are at Rochelle Shoyola, and mine is at Samuel Shoyola. So feel free to follow and talk with us there as well. Also, this podcast is on all listening outlets, so subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Just type Marriage for Millennials in the search bar, and it'll pop right up for you. Last thing, if you've been following, or even if you haven't, there are a ton of cool things on the site, from books to free courses, products, and more. So feel free to check those out as well. Alrighty, guys, let's jump Jump in. in. (laughs) Good morning. Good to see you guys. I'm sure you can tell by the sound of our voices that it is the morning time. Very early. Um, Yes. How you guys been? I was expecting them to answer, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> we hope you guys have had a great um, couple of weeks. It's been a minute. Um, you know, we've just kind of been getting adjusted to some new things. Um, Sam made a career change and I got a promotion. So, you know, we've been getting adjusted to our new roles. Um, so that's been pretty fun and also pretty stressful. So um, we have just been kind of doing that for the past couple of weeks. And now we've kind of gotten back into the groove. Um, also, I've just kind of been feeling like being silent, you know, like just not contributing much to the world socially, I guess. Um, yep. I've just kind of have that desire just to kind of be still and just reflect, figure out what it is I'm doing, what I can be doing better, um, not only personally, but for the brand as well, um, which is pretty much how we landed on this podcast topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the title of this podcast is Fruitful Over Busy, um, really stemming from a lot of those feelings that we've been having about wanting to kind of be still. Yeah. About like being productive, right? It's very different than you know just seeming like you're doing something when that's not really happening, right? And I think for us, as you know, in our social media world and being in that Christian influencer category, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of things that I've noticed is that social media is extremely overwhelming. Um, for me, um, and I think, you know, Sam also is kind of just like, whatever, (laughs) you know, but, um, you know, I think social media is extremely overwhelming. And what I found is that, you know, I've struggled to find my own lane as a Christian influencer, because I feel like most of the Christian influencers now are just kind of like the new prosperity gospel, um, preachers. You know, it's a bunch of positivity, a mm-hmm. bunch of... I remember one time I was even talking to a Christian influencer because I made a post. And, you know, she kind of hit me up in the DMs and we were, like, talking back and forth. And, like, you know, she really told me, yeah, I just kind of... This is why I focus on, like, 
the relationship with God and like the blessings of God over like the logistics of the Bible. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm just right, like, right. what? And so, um, you know, that I feel like there's a battle that those Christian influencers go through with, you know, God's word and being relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's like, yeah, you know, I want to do it right. Like I, I don't want to just be busy. I want to be fruitful and, you know, taking that moment to just reflect and kind of get things in order and just make sure that you're saying God's word in the proper way. It's important. I th- right. Um, I think when we're, I was talking to a friend about this on Sunday, it's like when you first know about God, you just want to tell everybody and you want to tell it in your own way. And that may be a podcast or that may be blogging or whatever, like you, especially in our millennials, <laughs> you know, you just want to spread it in your own way. But I think as you grow in him is the more you kind of want to just relax until you're saying it accurately. The right way. Right. And, and, and I think that's kind of the season that, um, I, where I'm in, I mean, I'm pretty sure Sam has probably been in there for a minute, <laughs> but yeah, that's the season that, yeah, we've been in. Did you want to add I feel to like, that? I feel like we're actually going through it around the same time. It's not really a difference in, I guess, because we have an age gap, but it's not like there's a huge yeah. difference there. I think that um, personally, when it comes to like, I think that the content creators, that's a that's like, like this label that makes you always want to be, you know, at whatever regular basis producing something um, even if it's fluff. I mean, all right, think about it like this. You guys remember maybe some artist of yours that, or, or even maybe a genre of music that you listen to. Mm-hmm. And maybe there was an era in that genre of music where, I mean, everything that was cranked out was quality music. Right. And, but that album came out, the frequency of those would be maybe a year and a half to a year or maybe even longer sometimes back then. Yeah. But now it's you have to produce something every maybe four months. You got to have a single. They don't even yeah, care like about albums. albums. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> so. I mean, um, so I feel like that's where we're at. Where I think what we're having now is we're having a whole bunch of people producing the singles, the singles, and it's like, but this is not a full comprehensive display of what Christianity should be. And that's kind of how we kind of got on this whole topic of um, of just busybody. And- right, because, you know, as a Christian influencer, it's important that I personally am being fruitful, not being busy. Um, it's very easy to become a slave to the dollar as opposed to you know, righteousness. Yes. Um, and that's very true. you're probably going to look like the old meddling grandma, like I say sometimes on mm-hmm. Instagram. But, you know, it's okay. And, and, and a lot of times, another point that you and I were talking about last night is that people don't understand that sometimes busyness can even convert into sales. Right, right, right. But it's still and there, busyness. Right. And, the, and there, there, is, there is a level, don't get me wrong, where. You can push certain content out there, and it really doesn't. It it's not. It's nothing that's really gonna necessarily edify your audience, but however, it is something to hold them over until you actually have some brown, groundbreaking 
type of, um, you know, new topic to talk about. Right. And then what happens is you realize, oh, wow, these people actually are cool with this bare minimum. Right. And then you just keep doing it because it's, it's easier. Well, you know? it, it, and then, it, I mean, I mean, I always hear that, um, even preachers, um, get close to falling into this trap. Well, I think they, they often do actually. So where you have an audience and that audience is filling the coffers of, the offering plate or tithes or whatever it might be, but then maybe they tend to have a tendon they have a tendency to lean towards one sin or another as a group, but because they're filling that offering plate, you don't you, f- you refuse you to talk about you it. refuse to talk about that tendency that you're seeing amongst the church people, um, and therefore they continue to lean that way, and the church tends to drift overall because what has happened is the preacher has become fearful of his audience and they're now dry the dollar is driving the entire show right not really what god is not driving the show right and um i think a lot of times people attach their entrepreneurship to their relationship with god and i think it's a part of that like an outgrowth of it, which we'll mm-hmm. get more into later in the podcast. But sometimes I've lately I've literally been saying there's a possibility that, you know, we do this podcast and it could go nowhere. <laughs> and I am totally okay with that. Right. Because I think at the end of the day, as you grow, you have to like rem- be mindful of speaking with fear and trembling. You know, like right. as an influencer, you're going to be judged because you have all these people that have access to you and you're going to be judged harder. The Bible even says that. So, you know, being fruitful over being busy is super important. You know, we must always be thinking about how are we stewarding God's time? Yeah. And I think that's actually the, the, that's the major crux of it to me is it's almost like we forget that God's even watching, right? Like we look at this. All right. So, I remember I heard a podcast recently, and it was um, they were talking about um, being on the job, right? Like you're on a job, and you know there's a let's say we're let's say this particular job is digging ditches or whatever, and the boss isn't looking, and you're leaning on your shovel, right? You're you're not really doing anything. You're you're chatting it up with your fellow coworkers or whatever like that. And, um, are you on the grammar lord? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're talking about the local gossip or whatever like that. And then the boss, you hear, maybe you hear his car coming around the corner or you hear his carriage since we're, you know, talking about old school. England. <laughs> wow. But wh- whatever. Well, I guess if you think about ditch diggers back then. Anyway, so the point is you hear him coming and then all of a sudden now, now you, you, pick your shovel up and you start shoveling right and i think that's how we're looking at it we we haven't we our 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 zeal has grown cold and we think that god's not watching so therefore we're talking about things that don't really have they don't move the needle in regards to how god wants us or how he's commanded us to move the needle um and that those things that in in Let's just say that, because because uh, because you know also stewarding God's time is an example of that can be making sure that you're in the words so that you can grow in it. 
Because, right. you know, I, I think as an influencer, it's so easy to just kind of read a little passage real quick. Okay, well, how can I turn this into a sociogram and then post it, you know? Right. But being, stewarding God's time properly also means, you know, just allowing him to just teach you his word and look at it for what it is so that yeah. you can, and that takes time. Well, and then the question then is, so once you've learned it, is the proper way to interact with your fellow man to, I guess, for example, uh, take a picture of it and show it on the gram, the, the word that you read, or is the proper way to engage in casual conversations with these people? And when you're engaging in casual conversations, in that convo, they should be able to see what it is that you actually believe or that you actually proclaim to be true. Yes. Um, and so we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. There's We have some things about preaching the gospel versus the Christian perspective that we really want to like harp on you guys. And we think you guys will love that portion of the podcast. But one of the things that you just said in regards to, um, you know, stewarding God's time properly. Right. Um, one of the things I think of is just, again, you know, social, but cur- the current events that have been going on, Christian and secular, right? Right, right. Um, one of the t- one, I remember a couple months ago, you and I were talking about um, just the fact that I think as Christians, we can even get caught up in our own version of pop culture, like Christian pop culture. Like, oh, what's Pastor so-and-so doing? What Lamborghini did he buy? Why did he buy it? What was his heart when he bought it? And it's like... Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it, it, like it just is hamster wheel that just keeps going. Now there's forums and chats and, um, you know, groups where everyone's talking about his motive and creating Facebook live sermons, quote unquote, about why he did what he did or going yeah. on live. And it's like. And this is not uh, to make us to be apologists for, for whatever pastor it is that might have done something that you find objectionable. What we are stating, though, is that. What is God's marching orders on a situation like that? Because oftentimes, I think that the marching orders, there's like these side quests that we're focusing on as opposed to focusing on the main thing that Jesus Christ told us to do. And when the side quests, when the, when the, the, these, these, the adiaphora, as they say, or the peripheral um, um, objectives become the main objective and the main objective moves to the outside and we only occasionally address the main objective then we've actually lost we 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 veered off course and you know when we're when we're gossiping about whatever that latest thing is whatever it might be i mean you know whenever i see whenever i see jesus christ or his apostles um, or John the Baptist, or who, or the prophets. Whenever they address the issues that are going on in the um, in the world at the time, they're doing it in the midst of preaching the gospel. Right, because and, and preaching and, the gospel is the major right emphasis. And, it's, and it's, so essentially, what we're saying is the local church is supposed to be shepherding and guiding and even disciplining um, those people that are in Christian pop culture. And I think what we do is we kind of act like we're the local church on social, on social media. media. Yeah, it's like, who, and, you don't belong to this guy's congregation. Right. You're trying to- Instead of saying, 
okay, I don't know, I don't know if you would contact that pastor or whatever, but, or just simply leaving it be, like, you know, like, simply just leaving it to the local church to figure out Mm -hmm. what they'd like to do with this pastor or this person. And and it's often, I mean, we always come back to this, I think we probably say this word on every podcast, sovereignty actually does come into play there, and what you truly believe about what God is going to do about this situation. Right. Because at the end of the day, if that local church, I mean, you have to look at it one of two ways. If that local church is not disciplining that particular pastor who did, you know, X, Y, and Z, or that particular member who did X, Y, and Z, then it's okay. It's okay. For now. Because God's going to take <laughs> care of it. He yeah. saw it. He didn't miss it. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to all of a sudden create this contingency plan because, you know, Sam decided to post on social media about it. And if 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 I do decide to post on social media, it should be because I'm part of that particular church and it's affecting my local community. Right, and I think that Sam and I have kind of had our um, a situation similar to this, somewhat different, but just the the similarity is that the, the similarity is that God doesn't need you to like like that pastor's wrongdoing. Or whatever doing, because it may not even be wrong. Um, God doesn't need you to figure out what he's going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Like, g- God doesn't need... There are need, godly... God doesn't need one person. Like, I think when we're in these forums, we feel like, I must talk about it because I must contribute as a member of the body of Christ. Like, you know, I have to do it. And, and it's like... It's almost as if you feel like your comment is what changes things. Yeah. And, and God doesn't need your comment. Yeah, it, 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 it's 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 the idea of what social media actually does to the person. It makes them feel as though their opinion is more significant than it actually is. Right. And I'm not saying that you guys don't influence people. I, I, I highly believe a lot of you are very influential. But I wonder how influential you are in people that literally live are next right to next you. right next to you. Right. Because what's happening is that it's easier to influence people over the internet. Oh, yeah. It's so easy. But are you actually going out to your neighbor who is in sin versus talking about the pastor who's 500 miles away that right. you've never met in your life? Right. And, it's, and the same thing kind of brings us to the our original points because it's kind of like it's so easy to get on the gram and, you know, create a post and post it and post it to all the millions of people or whoever, thousands of people that follow you Um while being busy over fruitful, but what's super hard is to realize that that is busyness and actually disciple someone that you do life with. Like, could yeah. you still be pouring into this person saying the same things without feeling like, hey, I'm not really edifying this person? Like, I'm giving them crumbs, I'm giving them baby food. Yeah. And it's like, and, and I don't think we think about it in that way. We think about things from, a, okay, well, I'm over here giving you this content, you receive it over there. Like, you know, mm, exactly. but like, how much <clears throat> more weight should our words and even our contributions and our content have when we think about it in the way like, oh, wow, this is my sister right next to me. This is my brother right next to me. Right. And my words are guiding her in her life. Um, 
So, yeah, and then even secular as well, you know, um, just kind of with the new news that's been going on with various things from Jesse to R. Kelly to, you know, everybody. Yeah. Um, I, we do that as well. And I think kind of what you were saying in regards to what are you known for? Right. What is your central, when people see Samuel Shoyola, what are they going to say he does? That he, that he, at the very least... I know that this, I remember my dad used to tell me all the time, and I used to think it was just this overly repetitive story that, like, you know, old people, when they get old, they just tell the same <laughs> stories about their youth over and over. But um, I, I, I've i grown to appreciate it more, because it was, it was a situation where um, there was a particular professor doing something that was very wrong to him when he was back when, in, in university, and... Um, he was praying that uh, this particular professor lost a watch, and they they thought it was him, and he was the only African American in his or an African actually in his in his school, and um, he prayed. He was like, "Lord, they they think it's me. When they find that watch, please just let me be present so I can see that it wasn't that that they figured this out and that it wasn't me." <clears throat> And um, some of the other um, TAs at the time were asked about him. And one of them got back to him and said, you know, like they asked me about, you know, whether they think that it was you or not. And I told him that, you know, honestly, if there's one thing, Emmanuel, that's my dad's name. If, if there's one thing that he is known for, it's praying and studying. But he's not known for theft. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you should be, I feel like you should be, like, what is what is it that people will say if you were to die today? Or if if, 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 if people are talking behind your back and saying something about you, are they going to be able to put false things on you? Are they going to be able to say, oh, yeah, she's, uh, he or she is just a chatter patty. They talk about, you know, all the social, you know, media, blah, blah, blah. And, and or, they, or are they going to say, that's... That's God's servant. Like, they're always pushing the gospel, right? Or maybe they might even say it in a malicious way. That's a Bible thumper, right? Whatever, you know what I'm saying? And and are, are you known more for being the Bible thumper, for saying, well, the Bible says, than you are for being conservative? Are you known more for being a Bible thumper than you are for, you know, being on social media? Are you known more for being a Bible thumper than you are for... Just pretty much giving the just a Christian perspective. Yeah. The the Christian perspective. Are you known more for being a Bible thumper than you are for even, like, for example, what we're doing right now. We're we're blogging and podcasting. On the podcast, is it known that we talk about God's word or is it known... That we talk about how can you be blessed in your business? Here's a scripture for that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) it's like, ah. Right. I see what you're doing. You know, it's like right. it's like because it's it's really and I and I used to think this like years ago because I find that like I've, I've been around. You know, I've been here for a little bit, mm-hmm. and 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 you gotta have like a lot of new Christian influencers that are coming in now. And this is, and what's happening now is kind of the same things that I saw back then. Mm-hmm. To where it's like you know. What people are doing is they're creating businesses, as but I think sometimes Christians feel bad. They're like, if I don't put God in this somewhere, mm. I feel some type of way. But but not but really, you'd rather just talk about the topic. You'd rather just talk about health. You'd rather just talk about business. You'd rather just be a lifestyle blogger that blogs about your life. 
but you you just feel a little bit guilty that you don't have a scripture in there. So you put a scripture in there every once in a while, or right. or you put a scripture in there maybe every day, but it's but it's just kind of like something that doesn't make sense. It's out of context, and it's just and then you call it a Christian business, and it's like God honors businesses that don't necessarily <laughs> have anything have in anything it. to Any do Christian thing. In yeah, it at all. like you can be like we know web designers that don't post scriptures and that are christian we know photographers that do weddings um that aren't that are christian but they don't necessarily say on their photography um website that they're christian it's okay but when you do decide to go from regular business to this is a christian business you (laughs) now have a call to do things accurately i mean i said it in a couple in that podcast that we have that has like 3,500 views. It's like if this was any other topic in the world, we would require people to be held accountable. Like I said, you don't just watch a couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy and say, hey, hand me a scalpel. I'm going into the operating room. Which one of y'all want to get cut up? Like that's not how you do it. And you know, one thing, the way I look at it, it's kind of like what we talked about in the beginning. Like, is this, when you decide to say this is a Christian particular, uh, this this particular uh, field that I'm going to is going to be have the foundation beyond Christianity. I think that when I look at John the Baptist, for example, right, and you look at when he commented on the king of his day, Herod, and he's talking about how this guy has taken um, his, uh, I think it was his brother's wife, right, and um, how that was just the marriage itself was just illicitly wrong. Mm-hmm. So look at that and look at when he talks about that, what it's couched in. He was literally given a sermon. He was literally talking about the man who whose sandal strap I cannot, you know, untie. He's talking about Jesus Christ. And then when he gets to the point where he's going into the into the practicality, when he gets to the point we're talking about application, he's talking to the soldiers, you know. Only work for your your for the wage that is given to you. You know, what I'm saying don't take bribes. He's talking to the tax collectors. You know, don't take don't take more than what than what is necessary from the people. He's talking to all these different people and how they should apply this particular it, it, in the light of Jesus coming, mm-hmm. in the light of the Messiah coming. How is it you should live life? You should be baptized, which is to get ready, get cleansed, right? Because the Messiah is not gonna you're not gonna walk into his court. With dirty clothes, right? He's going to make sure he's going to want you to be cleansed. So he's he's preaching baptism and he's preaching that the Messiah is coming. Now, in light of that, how should you live your life? And then now the adiaphor, the peripheral, the, the way that we should apply is now an outgrowth of the central message of Jesus Christ. Right. And I'm wondering to ourself, to myself, like, how often do we actually go about things in that way? Right, right, right. Jesus Christ, he does the same thing on many of his sermons where he talks about practicality. It's towards the end of the sermon. It's towards how you should apply things. And I totally, it's starting to click more for me now. Yeah. Because what's going on now is, let's talk about practicality, but without, we're going to suck that Jesus message out of there. Right. And, um, or even if you put it in there, you just put a dash of it. Just a dash. Just a dash. And so um, I think for us, and we're not just saying this to be, like, like, oh, we're above, we're at this level, and Christian, other Christian influencers at 
this level. Like we're not doing it. We've been there. Like we've been those people doing exactly what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I can say, and then I guess you can kind of share for you, hun. But like for me, I was exactly that. Like, you know, just kind of like, okay, well, let me just post this right here. Not really, you know, don't really care about doing devotion or, you know, listening to anything. I'm just going to do this. Or every time I listen to the word being preached I'm or have a conversation with someone, I'm look, listening for content to, to put out. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. And at a certain point. You get tired and you're just like, is this it? Like, is there not more? Like, is there not more food? Like, you know, is is there not more growth that why? can come from this? Like, why do, like, what it, what am I doing? I think what happens is that we're actually getting tired because we're studying the world. And we're trying to find nuggets of truth in the world as opposed to studying God's word. And try, which is chock full of them. If you just want to, if you just have the willingness to share it. But the thing about the thing about the nuggets of truth in the word is that in the word of God, those nuggets of truth might not resonate with as many people. Because when you when you say podcast, you want you want millions of of listeners or hundreds of thousands of listeners, right? You want to be able to influence so many people um at the same time. And but if I was to use God's word and share those nuggets of truth, it might resonate more with my four or five neighbors. Right, which is why I said is like, you know, I've honestly just been thinking of the possibility that we may do our podcast and I mean hey, it's easy to say because we started off at like a low amount of average listeners and now mm-hmm. we have like, you know, mid one hundred listeners. So that it God is growing our podcast. Mm. But I thought about it and like on the grand scheme of things, it may stop right there. Yeah. And that's okay. And and God still reigns and God will still, you know, honor what it is that you did, even if the numbers are not as grandiose as you thought or as you desired. But at the same time, I mean, me myself, as far as my own walk on this, like as of recent, I haven't really been on social media as much. And, you know, now that Apple has this whole monitoring system where they, they tell you how long you've been on your iPhone or not. Like, I've seen those numbers actually. Like, it's like down 70%, down 60%, down 50-something percent. And um, I've, I've just noticed personally that I'd rather physically share things that I think are edifying with people than share things that are edifying, you know, on a social media platform that is the buzz of the week. Like, we can follow the news, the 24-hour news cycle, and talk about all the different buzz of, like, all the different buzzwords or whatever it might be that's hot right now. But it's going to fade. Like, literally by next week, it's, it's no longer an issue. And I see this all the time. There are people who... Me, myself, even, where I would post something politically. that That's my bent, right? My yeah, bent, his thing is politics. Politics <laughs> was my big thing. And you post something politically, and then by next week, we're not even really talking about it. We're not even following that first thing that we posted, you know, last week that was so important to us. We're yeah. no longer even following that issue. And, and I think that it's kind of like, and God is gracious, even in that, right? Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you get married, and... You have a partner, and you guys have a lot of similarities, but you also have a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. And 
God is so gracious in that because he's you he he will use your partner to kind of plant that seed that he wants you to know. Like for example, you know, I think for years, you know, I've Sam and I've kind of talked about it and like, hey, like I think you know, you should tone 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 it down a bit. And so, oh yeah. And and Sam was kind of just like, yeah, sure, yeah, that's fine. Great. Yeah. You know, like right. cuz he cuz he loves politics and and rightfully so. He's so smart, so intelligent, um so good at the research that he um you know, accumulates. And so, but I knew I was like I can see I I see the busyness here over the fruitfulness and I was letting yeah. him know that. And God, you know, brought him to that in his own time. Um but how crazy is it that we're now on a podcast talking yeah. about busyness over fruitfulness? Um, and like you said, like that was your, something I had to start giving up. That was something that you had to start giving up. And so again, we're not saying this because we, we haven't done it. We haven't been there, but we are saying it, that saying it because there isn't another side Mm -hmm. and it's another side that just has more food, more meat, more satisfaction. And, and and I, even our pastor had this exact same because he used to be in politics himself on Capitol Hill and he has now, you know, He's focusing on his flock. That's just what it comes down to because that's that's really what matters. Like God is literally in his life placed people that need feeding, that need nourishment, and even people that are going to feed him and nourish him spiritually. And he's done it in such a way that he's equipped those people so that they can then also give him, you know, feedback and <clears throat> and words of encouragement and I just feel like you're, cre- that's that's the, I, I see an example there of someone who's creating a community of believers amongst those people that he lives with, as opposed to, I'm creating a community of believers online. That, I mean, I get it. I understand why people try to do it, but I think, I, I, I just, and I truly think. there's nothing wrong with it, per se. Yeah, I, I just think that Jesus Christ himself had something different in mind as far as the main marching order, like I stated Go amongst the nations and preach the gospel to all nations. It's great that you're on a podcast that reaches thousands of people. But what else what are, are you, you doing beyond that? Yeah, what, yeah. yeah. Or what are you doing be beyond that? Yeah, beyond it. Yeah. You know, making sure that you're still plugged in. Because a lot of things I see, like, there's no way you could be saying this to people who are actually standing right next to you. Mm-hmm. And if you can, that means that you're a lot worse off than you think you are because that means that the even the person next to you will even accept the inaccurate information that you're giving them right. which is scary <laughs> okay well i mean it, that goes into the whole issue of uh well there's the man pleaser that we talked about before mm-hmm. and um the, the 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 people that it like in Ephesians 6 when it talks about man pleasers um and uh you know how to be about your work um, during the time, I I just feel like that that ties into the the idea of your when you're when you're thinking about someone under authority, the first thing that comes to mind to me is a soldier. And if your captain has told you, you know, soldiers are always under authority of whoever their sergeant or captain or whatever it is in their military. They're, they they have ranks, they have order. So someone gives you a marching order, they tell you what to do, and you're like I said, leaning on your shovel. You're you're not following those particular orders, and you're doing all these other th- other side things that 
you think are fruitful, but they're not necessarily fruitful. So I'm just saying that overall, once we get back to the central message and people understand exactly what it is that we are about first, then we can do the peripheral things. The peripheral things are starting to become the main things and the main things are starting to become peripheral. Yep, well, that's it. That's what we have uh, for you guys. Um, and, you know, we just want you to kind of reflect on some of our, our words and see how this applies to you in your life. Um, see in what ways have you been busy over fruitful. Um, you know, that can even come or go beyond, you know, Christianity. You know, are in I've been thinking about this lately, like, am I just being busy, like, when I'm at work, when I'm eating, like, am I just being busy, like, just picking up things, eating them, as opposed to, (laughs) as opposed to being fruitful and, like, making sure that the things that I'm eating are pleasing to my body long term, right, Um, you know, in your friendships, like, are you really engaged like in your marriage and when your family like or are you just doing the bare minimum to get by to be busy um so nothing wrong with taking some silent time and kind of regrouping and self-reflecting and doing all those things necessary to kind of get you back on the right track because trust me i mean it's worth it it's so worth it there's just so many ways in which we, we 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 will find that we can reorder our lives um, on a spiritual, financial, emotional, so many different bases in which we can reorder it so that the root is Christianity. And um, I think that uh, in, in, in taking account of that and taking inventory of that, you will find yourself to be in need of much rearranging. So, um, you know, we, uh, we, we hope that you guys uh, find this to be particularly edifying in that, in that light, in that regard. Alrighty, guys. Well, we will be back. Um, I would say next week, but, you know, we're so trash. <laughs> um, but, yes, we hope to be back next week. Um, we'll, we will be rolling out some things this week for you, though. Um, so we hope you have a great week, and we'll talk with you soon. Bye. Bye.